and welcome to the spoiler log and a link to the past randomizer podcast. I'm your host, Dante. And today's episode, we have two of the three mentor tournament winners that have not been interviewed yet. I do want to clarify, Tantalus uh, declined to come on, and I totally respect that, mainly due to a potential language barrier issue, which I totally understand. And uh, just want to say that, you know, congrats to them again for winning the Temper Sword bracket. And hopefully they learned something as well and can uh, use that in some upcoming tournaments. But let's jump right in. We've got two mini interviews for you. We're going to start with Runil, and then we're going to head on over to see TDK. All right, up today, we have Runil joining us. Runil, how's it going? It's going all right. How about yourself? Can't complain. Uh, uh, first off, congrats on uh, on winning one of the brackets. Do uh, always enjoy celebrating someone's accomplishment. Yeah, it was a it was a blast. I I was pretty. Uh, I found the whole thing pretty fun, though. That's good. That's good. Um, let's let's jump into this. So obviously a newer player. So tell me, how did you find out about a link to the past randomizer? So I'm actually a Final Fantasy 14 player, and I had a member in my FC or guild, as it were, mention that uh, he was interested in doing a Link to the Past rando probably about a year and a half ago or something. Okay. Uh, and he's the one that got me into it. Uh, he, I don't think he plays too much or nearly as much as I do, uh, but... Yeah, I I tried it out and I loved it and I just kept playing. Awesome. Yeah, I, I know the feeling of having some friends from a different community get you interested in something like this. And then when you start playing it more than them, they just kind of say, all right, I'm moving on to other things. Uh, that's that's a very relatable subject. <laughs> you found Randomizer that way. You said about a year and a half ago. So when did you discover and I guess how did you discover the mentor tournament? Actually, I think uh, Zeruvian mentioned it to me probably about probably before the last year's one happened, but I just wasn't really interested in tournaments or anything. Sure. One, because I wasn't that great, and two, just because I was busy doing other things with my life at that point. Uh, then this year rolled around, and so I was like, okay, well, I should enter this and see what I can learn. A lot of the stuff I had already tried to learn beforehand, but, you know, there was still a lot that I didn't just I just didn't know because I didn't think to look look up stuff like that right yeah it's not always it's not like you can just google it's probably I mean you probably could but uh it's not as uh it's not as easy as like googling you know how many <laughs> how many cups of water are in a gallon uh or something like that it's not just common knowledge <laughs> well like for example like when I got into this discord to join the uh, mentor tournament I just looked at the channels and I'm like those are all glitch names and I was like I don't recognize spooky action. I don't recognize torch glitch. I don't recognize prize <laughs> on the eyes. I'm like these, but like they're all named after glitches for the voice chat channels in the go mode podcast mm -hmm. discord there. Yeah. Some of our admins have set it up that way to be a little bit of a, a word play. Uh, so I guess the next question is going to be, um, did you have any, I mean, joining a learning tournament, did you have any expectations about the event uh, as far as like, you know, learning things coming into it? Uh, well, you know, I, I 
expected that my routing would improve and that I'd probably learn a couple more glitches. And both those things happened. Okay. So you would say, I guess it's safe to say that the tournament in, in that regard, at least, uh, you know, the educational side, it lived up to your expectations. Yeah, it, it really did. It was, it was a lot though. You know, I, you know, after the, I finished my last match, I was like, okay, I need a break from this for a few weeks. It, it's taxing, isn't it? Especially like playing best of threes, like week after week after week. Yeah. Yeah. My advice it's you know, early on, uh, and this is unsolicited advice for you is going to be, uh, enter tournaments when you're feeling like it and have fun with them. If it ever becomes, you know, work, it's, it's, it, it starts to lose its fun. It's probably not worth it at that point. Well, that's what I go to work for, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We, we don't, I mean, you and me, we don't pay our bills with Twitch, I assume. So, <laughs> oh, man, how I wish. <laughs> oh, I've said that too. And sometimes I think maybe not, but you know, <laughs> so um, throughout the event, you know, obviously we had the, uh, the Swiss weeks with the mentors who, uh, who were your mentors through the, through that time period? So I generally started, tried to stick with one mentor per like week. So the first week I used deep fried. Okay. I used Aku in the second week. I was mixing up the second and third weeks there, I believe. Or, or did I use Aku? I did use Aku Heish in the second week. And uh, in the third week, I okay. meant to go through all the week with IG, but I, he had work obligations. So I think I got Centipede for the last match. Yeah. When you say week, are you referring to like the different bracket sets? Like the yeah, two weeks? So for, for, the, for, the, for the Swiss ones, yeah. So for okay. like Has Boots. Uh, open and standard. I tried to use different people, right? So, and okay. you know, I, I tried to do two races with each of them. Uh, IG and Centipede were the two that I didn't manage to do two races with, unfortunately. But you know, that's that's what it is. Oh, yeah. And I mean, those people are around, you'll be able to potentially ask them things later on if you want to. I'm sure they'd be willing to help. Yeah, I mean. I learned a lot in the first week. I learned a lot in the second week. And uh, in the third week, uh, I, I kind of stumbled over myself. It wasn't a good week for me. Stuff was going on. Sure. So, you yeah, know, we all have those moments. Yeah. So it, throughout the mentoring part, did you did you have any memorable interactions with the mentors? Like any any good stories to share from that? Whether it just be something funny where you had a laugh or actually had a moment of like, aha, and learning something? Well, I mean, there was a moment in week one where I was uh, with Deep Fried and we both were using our own trackers to track the item progression and such. And uh, we both forgot that the medallion to enter Turtle Rock was up on Spectacle Rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so probably spent about like 20 minutes looking for it. Oh, God. In all the wrong places. <laughs> and that was kind of aha. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, see, that's that's kind of a really good experience in my book because uh, you have someone to kind of laugh it off with in the moment. And uh, I think everybody at some point or another, if you play this game for a decent amount of time, they have that type of experience in a tournament race where there's something that's blatant potentially and you just it slips your mind. Um, but you know, unfortunately you had to go through it, but, uh, you know, at least looking back on it, <laughs> you can, uh, look at it with a, a laugh a little bit. Yeah. 
Um, so how was, uh, as, as a newer runner, how was the transition for you, uh, going from racing with a mentor to racing alone? Well, I think, uh, as the weeks progressed in the Swiss phase, anyways, uh, you know, I was, I was trying to be like, uh, well, just, you know, if you notice me do anything wrong, then chip in. But like, for the most part, mm-hmm. I tried to run like less and less mentor interference there essentially and right. uh just tried to keep going with my own thing there and even even up to the last week you know like ig and centipede uh th- those two they optimized how i was moving around the map and it, that was that was really helpful yeah it's always nice to have you know someone you know that it doesn't sound like they're being too uh forward with their potential advice or, you know, giving unsolicited advice, uh, but being able to like, kind of say, Hey, here's, here's what I've noticed in your last race, just to give you this idea. And, you know, kind of knowing each other's demeanor, I think that's kind of good, you know, cause you can, it's like, you can keep mentoring into the bracket. You just can't do it live during the race. And I think that's really awesome that, you know, people were actually reaching back out and doing that for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it's, it's what I needed to like, I, I had was having bad focus that week, like I said. So you know, mm-hmm. it is it is what it is. But you know, it, it I still learned a lot. Week one, week two, week three. I, you know, there there was never a moment where I was like, ah oh, man, I stopped learning. Even even after the uh, finals here, there was I rewatched the race between uh, me and Nankato there, and Nankato was able to do the bomb jump in. Uh, spectacle rock to get back out and i asked him after we finished hey can you teach me that and you know he even he was able to teach me that so that's awesome yeah like that's that's so awesome hearing you know the competition teaching each other that's so cool to see so i want to ask this because obviously a lot of people have talked about this we had an episode on spoiler log we talked about it um with some other players so as you went further into this tournament you know the bracket stage you know the part where you're quote unquote, all alone. Uh, did you feel any additional pressure, like mental pressure, the further you went? Or was it, you know, kind of all gravy at that point, so to speak, where everything else is, you know, a bonus? In the brackets phase, uh, you know, I saw who I was going up against. Uh, really worried every time I progressed against, who, or like when I progressed and got matched against whoever my opponent was going to be next. You know, I was... Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I just got progressively more worried because it's like the further they got in as well, it's, you know, the harder the match is going to be too. And you know that like, I know I didn't actually lose till the end of the bracket where Nian Kato beat me in the first race. But I, you know, at, at that point I was like, Oh man, Oh, that's, that's frightening. Cause now I got to play perfectly yeah. for two matches instead of, you know, kind of a little more relaxed there. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I mean, I think you did great. Um, you know, here you are now, uh, winning the, the bracket and, uh, you know, come, come talking to me. I'm glad, by the way, I'm really thankful you were willing to come in and chat about this because, you know, we don't always get to hear everyone's story and I wanted to kind of highlight some of you guys just to hear about your experiences. So, um, kudos to that, you know, pressing forward and, and doing that, Kind of wrapping things up, a couple more questions real fast. Uh, do you have any other plans to do any future tournaments or 
uh, maybe taking, you said you were a little burned out right now. Are you going to take a step back for a bit? What What's in uh, Runeil's future? Well, I've joined a uh, league team. So okay. we'll be participating in the upcoming league. Uh, I teamed up with Akuhaish and uh, Cryo Monoxide. All right. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in the league. Uh, you know, by the time this comes out, the reveal stream will have already happened. But, uh, but yeah, looking forward to seeing you guys in the open league should be a good time. And uh, lastly, any overall thoughts about the tournament, just kind of broad view, you know, anything we could improve on that, that like was a big detriment, maybe that stuck out to you. Uh, the floor is yours. You could be as honest and <laughs> open about it as you want here. Well, I haven't participated in a whole lot of tournaments in the community. So, I mean, I felt like it was all handled pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's when people were late with matches, I saw Lumaga getting in there and asking when they're going to be free to book those matches. Yeah, it's it's hard. when you have to like uh, corral, you know, 60 plus people uh, all over the world. It can be a little chaotic. <laughs> so um, trying to keep people on a timeline just to, to be respectful of everybody else's time can be pretty rough. Um, you may, I hate to say it, you may experience that a little bit with the league. I'm hoping that's not the case though. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it doesn't help when, you know, you're, you're a bunch of players in North America and a bunch of players in Europe and Germany and everywhere around there. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like one of the, it's like one of the cons to the pros, like the pro of it being, you know, we get to interact with these people that we probably never would have the the pleasure of meeting. Uh, if it wasn't for this silly game, but at the same time, it's just super inconvenient because time zones, man, they just suck. Uh, I blame the time zones. Oh, time zones are awful. <laughs> like it's hard enough to get uh, together with people in my own time zone because you know, it's like you work nights, I work days, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Uh, it's, it's always like that. Well, uh, Runeil, look, the floor is yours. Anything you want to shout out or plug, uh, feel free. Uh, and, and I guess we, you know, if you have a Twitch that you're streaming on, obviously for this game, we can shout that out too. But, uh, what do you have? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I don't, I don't really have much for shout outs here. No, that's I do, fine. Yeah. I do stream on Twitch, but you know, it's, it's not like I make a career out of it. I have my career for that. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we'll plug your Twitch in this, uh, again, thank you so much for, for carving out this time and coming on. Uh, really do appreciate it. All right. Thank you for having me, Dante. All right. This has been Rue Neal on the Spoiler Log. And now we have TDK joining us, winner of the Fighter Sword Bracket. How's it going today? Oh, it's going good. Going good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Um, let's, uh, let's get into this. Uh, first things first. I guess, tell me how you found out about a link to the past randomizer as a game itself. Uh, link to the past randomizer was, I guess, probably the same as most people in this community. Is uh, I started watching Koi Stream. Oh, I don't know, five years ago, pre-pandemic, anyway. Okay. Uh, link to the past was a, a game that I played growing up on road trips. I had my old Game Boy uh, SP, threw that in there and played that. Uh, on the road trips and then found Koi stream on Twitch one day and was like, Oh, this is cool. I played this game and mm-hmm. just kept watching him for years and years till I finally decided to, uh, try it for myself. 
When, uh, when did you decide to try it for yourself? Was that pre-mentor tournament or was that actually in the mentor tournament? Uh, that was pre-mentor tournament. So I started a new job that uh, allowed me to work from home. So I got a nice fancy new computer tower that I had never had before. I'd never owned a computer myself. So okay. um, I went ahead and bought that. And I was like, oh, you know what? I've watched this guy play this game for like four years. I bet you I could try to play this. And so I decided to do all those secret codes and stuff and download it. I think this was like December of last year, 2022, okay. something like that. And I uh, gave it a try. It was, um, it was miserable at first. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely can be, especially if you're just kind of playing and not being aware of the logic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I think my first seed took me like five and a half hours to actually finish it. And I was like, wow, this is, uh, uh, you know, from watching Koi stream, it's like, man, this guy is fast. How does he do this? So uh, it definitely became a goal of mine to to get within an hour of what he was able to do. So just okay. kept playing from there. Um, so I guess, you know, fast forwarding a bit. So how did you find out about the mentor tournament? Uh, funnily enough, it was, uh, I just, I kept playing and I joined the ladder, um, just for something to do. I like Mm -hmm. marking myself against others, uh, versus just the practice part of things. Uh, so I ran into this guy repeatedly on ladder and his name was Runel, uh, the master sword champion of this tournament. And, uh, one day, uh, I think I got him by a minute or something like that. And he's like, Hey, you should join this mentor tournament. I was like, okay, explain. And, uh, he sent me the, the links to the go mode podcast, uh, mentor tournament. He said, should join, sign up as a, as a mentor. And, you know, we can both learn something from this and keep playing ladder against each other. That's pretty awesome. I, I had no idea that, you know, even online, there was a connection between the two of you. And I, I think that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's just a crazy happenstance that we both ended up, uh, winning our brackets that we were respectively in and uh it's really cool to see you know we were both cheering each other on uh i lost the the first match of the finals and he was in my dm saying you got this force the third game and uh you know once uh he was in the same predicament in the uh, master sword finals i sent the same thing back to him so it was really cool that we both ended up doing really well with it that's super awesome i really love the you know the whole camaraderie thing you know, the whole, uh, you know, you guys aren't on a team, so to speak, but you're in each other's corner, almost like you feel like you have a team there. And I think, I think that's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was super cool to, to have someone watching and having my back, uh, all the way through the brackets there. And, uh, yeah, knowing that if I was having a bad day after a bad race, there would be someone who sent me a DM, uh, just saying, yeah, you know, realizing, um, the, mistakes that I made were not so bad. They were actually decent mistakes that anybody would make in that situation. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. So once you signed up for the mentor tournament, um, given that, you know, it's a teaching environment, you know, more about learning more so than becoming like a champion. Uh, did you have any expectations coming into it? Like any goals or, uh, or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say one thing about the mentor tournament. It was very humbling. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when I was playing ladder and I was, I, I didn't even have a good record. I think I was like nine and 27 or something like that. 
Okay. But coming into the mentor tournament, I thought I was all that in a box of Smarties. And, <laughs> you know, I was just, I was like, oh, I'm just going to roll through this. You know, it's a mentor tournament and I'm going to roll through this, win the gold bracket and away we go. And uh, the first race I lost by four seconds and I was like, oh, okay, this might be a little bit trouble. And then the second race I lost by like 17 minutes and I was like, Oh man, I'm in a world of hurt apparently. And uh, from there it was, you know, head nose to the grindstone and uh, really had to focus on what I was doing. I, I, like I said, I thought it was all that, but uh, I definitely was not. And uh, it was, it was really humbling, which is awesome uh, in the end for me, because it's, it's really been a growth opportunity for me throughout the whole, the whole experience of the mentor tournament. That's fantastic. Um, I, so I want to ask, and you may not remember, so the, the four second match uh, versus, you know, the 17 minute match or whatever. Uh, do you do you know if that larger gap was that an execution gap potentially due to the pairings or was that just, you know, they went left, you went right and they were the correct one? Uh, well, the, the 17 minute one was definitely a mix of, uh, both execution and they were left, well, they went left. I went right. Okay. The, the four second one was, uh, they went left. I went right. And, uh, it ended up costing me by four wow. seconds. Wow. I, uh, I took the chance on hookshot in swamp and it was in the back of pendant pod. Ooh. Yeah, that can happen, unfortunately. I hope, and the reason I asked about that specifically was I kind of hope, you know, a mentor uh, maybe told you, you know, there's no reason to really be upset about that because if you make a call to do something, uh, you can't really beat yourself up too much, you know, like execution stuff, sure, that can be problematic occasionally. And, you know, a lot of people get tilted about it. But, you know, when you make a decision, it felt right in the moment, you know, rando's going to rando, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, that was a piece of learning for me too, is Rando's going to Rando. Like I, I, I didn't have a whole lot of experience other than the latter races I had done of, mm-hmm. of Rando, right? I came to this tournament only having done 30, 40 seeds in total. Right. Uh, so I hadn't actually had a whole lot of experience like I thought I had and right. uh, learning, learning through this tournament was, was crazy. And my mentor was, huge in that part of the the psyche part of it and you know dealing with the mistakes and getting over them quickly because in in a timed race you don't have time to be uh sulking and sad and upset with yourself you you got to keep going right you can't uh, can't dwell on something so yeah it's almost like real sports in that regard um i've had that conversation with people multiple times where you know the clock's ticking. You don't really have time to be upset. You just got to keep going and try to shake it off. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was, uh, that was a big learning. Rando was going to Rando, you know, shake things off. And, you know, that happened. That was two minutes ago. You got to focus mm-hmm. on the execution that you're putting forth right now. Cause you're in a completely different dungeon. You're searching for something else. You're go moding something else. You, you got to think about what you're doing right now, not what uh, what you did a minute and a half, two minutes ago. Right. Absolutely. So you mentioned your mentors were a big part of helping you, you know, learn that process and, and work through it. So who who exactly were your mentors throughout uh, throughout the tournament? 
Uh, I actually went the uh, the rare solo mentor route. So I just had one mentor throughout the entire process. Okay. Um, it was uh, DDR Kirby. So last year's Gold Sword winner, actually. Um, right. I got super lucky uh, finding them as a mentor. Is uh, I put my put a VOD up for the VOD review to start the tournament off, and mm-hmm. uh, I got absolutely torn apart. <laughs> in in that and uh i mean it was great learning i was terrified that my name was being put on that first uh it was the mm-hmm. first vod review and um afterwards kirby reached out and said you know the people have different opinions on different things and actually sent me a video of a timing video because he does a lot of um timing video stuff Right. And sent me a video said, you know, the, the play you made was actually the correct play based on how long it takes to do something. Uh, whereas the people who were watching said, no, don't do that. You should never do that. And so I <laughs> reached out. I said, well, that's that's really cool. I see you're a mentor. If uh, if you need a mentee, come time to start the tournament, let me know. Because uh, I was uh, also terrified of that high school dance situation where you had to reach out to a mentor. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was kind of like, well, who's going to make the first move in this situation? And so having a mentor reach out and give me some, uh, give me some advice. I was like, okay, this is my end. Just ask them to be your mentor and we can go from there. So uh, come tournament time, they, uh, they didn't have a full slate of mentees and they said, yeah, if you're looking, uh, I'll take you on. And I stuck with the year Kirby for the whole thing. That's pretty awesome. So you, you kind of touched on this a little bit, you know, as far as like DDR Kirby giving you, uh, you know, a timing video. But besides that, were there any memorable interactions with uh, with DDR Kirby that, you know, kind of stuck out? You'd like to share whether they be a learning experience or something comical that just happened in the middle of the race? Um, I mean, comical wise, we were going back and forth like we'd known each other for years. It was fantastic. But that's um, awesome. You know, we did uh, the, the knowledge sheet beforehand. Like, how much do you know or how comfortable are you with this tech, this tech, that tech, the other tech, right? Uh, right. Like icebreaker, dark rooms, uh, spin, bomb jump setups, ice palace bomb jump. And, I, you know, again, I thought I knew everything and I was completely wrong. I put a whole lot of <laughs> I don't know how to do this on that sheet and um even things like bomb jump um you know, kirby dropped a line that was uh, pretty good for me it was you're just a god tier guesser i was like what do you, what are you talking about <laughs> you don't actually know how any of this works but you do it somehow like bomb jumps i didn't know how they worked didn't know why they worked but i just put the bomb down and i stood next to the ledge and i bomb jumped and that's how it was. okay right? that's hilarious <laughs> i love this so Kirby actually taught me how you're supposed to bomb jump and like, so stuff I was already doing, I didn't know why it was working or how it was working, but it was working. So right. I learned if it, if the basics. Broke, don't fix it. Yeah. I learned the basics of how and why things worked. And then, uh, from there we, we, you know, went further into the other things like diver town and, uh, we touched on some dark rooms, spooky, um, all that sort of stuff, like going down that list. Right. Right. And, you know, there was a lot of the coolest thing for me, aside from like the mental was huge, 
is having just someone who had the experience of being in this tournament, doing well in this tournament, um, like having that mental side in my ear while I'm learning and racing. Uh, yeah. Also just talking out the logic of things. Because to me, it was, where's the green square on your tracker map? That's where you go, right? There wasn't any planning ahead. It was, okay, what am I doing now? Yeah. As soon as something would happen. So Kirby went through a lot of the the logics, the what-ifs, the pre-planning stuff. So if you're looking for progression, uh, say you're going through, I don't know, pod, and you're looking for progression, you say, okay, well, if it's the Titan's Mitts, what are we doing if that happens? If it's the mirror, what are we doing if that happens? Um, yeah. You know, thinking ahead while you're doing the routine things of checking the chests in a dungeon or climbing Aga Tower, you know, mm-hmm. that's pretty simple. You're doing the same thing. There's nothing special happening in that tower. Click it off on your tracker and say, okay, what does this open up for me? Where are we going? And what happens when we find x next piece right Right? so that was really cool and that's really helped me to to have foresight or planning ahead uh versus living in the spur of the moment uh when i'm running a race right and and that's what i like to tell people that i was mentoring as well is just kind of you know think ahead think about you know what comes next if this comes what am i doing and I, i guess i don't know it makes me feel a little better about uh, mentoring folks that someone else had that kind of same mentality because, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, some days I am good at this game and then some days I feel like <laughs> I am an awful teacher at this game. So, uh, yeah. a lot, you know, a lot of times it's really hard to, especially on the fly, put something into words that's not going to overwhelm a mentee. So I think that's awesome that, you know, you guys had that interaction. Yeah. And, no, I- Big shout out to DDR Kirby. It was uh, a fantastic experience for me having uh, having them along for the ride throughout the uh, the Swiss stage there. And so this is like the perfect transition. And I promise I didn't give TDK the the, the questions beforehand. But so <laughs> getting through the mentored stage and then onto that bracket stage by yourself, you had done some ladder races alone. You said, but how was that transition for you going into that bracket stage? Mm, that's a tough one. Um, I'd have to say it wasn't too terrifying. Like I, I had done the ladder races, um, mm-hmm. and in between the spread of going from the Swiss to the bracket, I, I actually went back to the ladder and did a couple races just okay. to, you know, see how I did with all the knowledge I'd gained. And I, I fared really well. I, I thought I was doing really well. Um, you know, I ran some seeds with uh, with Runel and Akuhaish, and uh, we talked about things there while while they were practicing. And uh, if I ever had a question or uh, a vod for Kirby, I just sent it to him and said, "Hey, what do you think on this situation?" And we still send DMs back and forth. Like, I'll have a race, and I'll say, "You know, I don't know what to do in this situation." So that transition was pretty seamless for me from having my mentor in my ear to playing on my own. And I think that really was a testament to how Kirby ran the mentor experience for me was weeks one, two, three, four, maybe it was a lot of Kirby driving where we're going. And then five, six was more of, okay, here's what you have. Here's your options. Where are we going next? 
and right. making me make that decision, making me think ahead. Um, so I think Kirby really prepared me well to go into that bracket and be on my own for those races. That's awesome to hear. I, I asked Runil this as well, but did you feel any pressure, any additional pressure, like the further you went in the tournament, you know, like, you know, obviously the further you go sometimes in the bracket stage, it's more of a, Oh, Hey, maybe I've actually got a, a good shot at this. So I was curious from your perspective, if you, you know, had any of those thoughts going through, through the bracket stage. Yeah, it was, it was tough. I mean, I, I felt like I had a decent chance of going through the bracket when I got to the brackets, you know, I, I felt like I had the execution down. I had the rooting down and right. then I had a really good shot, uh, at going all the way. Right. And then, uh, I got to the final against ginger gaming five, eight, nine, and they totally kicked my butt in the first game. Like I thought mm-hmm. I did really well and I lost by like eight or nine minutes. I was like, that's the point where I was like, Oh no. Okay. This is this this just got really real. Um, yeah. So I think I always had that mindset that I could make the finals and win the finals of the Fighter Sword bracket. Um, and then I got really scared after race one uh, <laughs> of the of the actual finals. And then race two was I think four hours later. I was like, okay, I need to reset quick. So I messaged oh, Kirby. Yeah. I lost race one. What do I do? <laughs> how do oh, yeah. i reset myself here and uh you know the kirby went through what they had experienced in the previous year where they lost every game one and had to reset and go through it so uh, again just great mentoring and in the in the end i i won game two and then i was like okay i got this now uh i had that confidence back after i actually got a win in the finals uh made it one one and then i mean game three was super competitive we were both I think I won with a 128 in an open seed. Wow. Uh, and okay. then Ginger had, uh, Ginger Gaming was 134 or something. Like we both had crazy fast open seeds to finish off. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you could say with a 128, you know, you got within that hour that you had set uh, initially as a goal of, you know, being within an hour of Koi, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I, starting this tournament i had been pretty pleased with getting a sub two i was like yeah i am awesome at this game go me (laughs) i'm sub two hours this is fantastic and uh now i've had i don't know five or six sub 90s i had one like my pb's 112 it was super jetsy don't get me wrong but yeah yeah. uh, never in my wildest dreams was i going to be hitting 112 120 consistently yeah, right. and, and nobody, uh, nobody's going to be hitting those consistently. Uh, you know, randomizer no. won't allow that, basically. <laughs> no, but, you know, even the seeds that I am hitting those 120-something marks on, that mm-hmm. wasn't going to be a thing prior to the mentor tournament. Sure. Uh, that, that's awesome to hear. Because, you know, we always, it's always, it always feels successful to us when, you know, people walk away feeling like they've learned something. Um I guess in the realm of, you know, the competition and tournament scenarios, uh, do you see yourself in the future entering any other tournaments? Do you have any initial plans to joining another tournament or you maybe taking a step back? Uh, for me, I definitely want to keep pushing forward. Like I really, really enjoy playing randomizer here. 
Um, mm-hmm. The community's been crazy supportive. I didn't think like a, an indie an indie community would have so much support across the board, right? Obviously, right. there's been some turmoil since I started in this community, but no through no fault of my own. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. we won't dig into that part of it. But um, you know, there's there's been some turmoil, but this community is an amazing community to be a part of. And I started off being terrified to join the randomizer community, but now, you know, hopping into SG daily races or um, the Mogmatic Mondays or any of those things, like hopping into that's huge for me. So I think going forward, I'm definitely going to look to go into more of these tournaments. I got a lot of learning to do to get into like cross keys, Inverosia, those kinds of things. Those are... You know, that's like reading hieroglyphics to me at this point. But, uh, you know, if there's a nice Casboots tournament, which I did go in, um, or I don't know what main tournament's all about. I got to do some research on that. But, uh, you know, any tournaments that I feel like I have some comfort level with, I'm definitely going to go into those. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, so I guess lastly, you any overall thoughts about the tournament? I mean... Good, bad, you know, I would assume it was good considering you, you've been talking pretty positive, but, uh, you know, I don't want to assume I want to give you your opportunity here to, to talk on it. Uh, yeah, no, for me, it was, it was amazing coming in. This is my first tournament, my first structured randomizer thing. I, I couldn't say too much bad about it. If anything, I, I really enjoyed my time. I really enjoyed watching all of the races that were restreamed or even just side by side on Twitch. You know, I I really enjoyed my time in this tournament. It was it's a great structure. I enjoyed the Swiss. I guess the only thing for me is if you lose the first two, you're kind of screwed. Um, you know, you're you're down below. You have that negative buckles across the mm-hmm. board, and that that hurts your chances of moving up. But that's really the only thing that I saw was bad. But I mean, I lost five races in a row to start the Swiss. I can't really say wow. too much because I lost five races in a row to start the Swiss. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, hey, massive improvement, you know, big upswing there at the end, right? Yeah, absolutely. I went one in five through, uh, through Swiss. So I was, I, I deserve to be in, in the fighters for where I was. And, uh, you know, I won six out of the last seven when in the brackets when it counted. I think that's something someone said at the start. I was reading chat or something and someone said, yeah, just lose all your early races, get all your losses out and then play well in the bracket. And, uh, I guess I really took that to hurt. So (laughs) overall great, great tournament. I enjoyed every moment of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks to go mode podcast for putting it on. It was fantastic. Awesome. Well, uh, wrapping things up, any, any shout outs or plugs, uh, that you want to want to do before we, before we call it a day. Uh, I think I've said it a couple of times so far, but uh, shout out to Runel and uh, for getting me into this. Uh, we both learned a ton. Glad to be alongside you as a as a sword bracket champion, and uh, massive shout out to DDR Kirby for being my mentor through it all and teaching me a vast amount of things. So those are my plugs for uh, for this one here. Awesome. Uh, well, TDK, thank you so much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And um, this is a blast. Thanks for everything for uh, the whole Go Mode podcast and uh, looking forward to the episode here. All right. Well, this has been TDK on the Spoiler Log.
Once again, big thanks to Runeil and TDK for coming on to the show and telling their story and their experiences. Next week, we'll have a bit of a longer episode again. I apologize for those wanting more content with doing the shorter one this week. Uh, but next week, we're going to have Sir Linkalot joining us. Uh, Sir Linkalot's been around Rando for quite some time, been involved with numerous events throughout the community and in very different ways. And uh, it was really great to get to hear from him. So looking forward to sharing that with you guys next week. Uh, you guys who have stuck it out, if you're listening to this on the day it's out, tomorrow is my birthday. I'm going to be out of town. If you want to get me a birthday present, just tell me you listen to this episode all the way through. That'll be perfect to hear. <laughs> I know it's a crazy ask, but yeah, you guys have a great one. Again, reviews would love to see some of those iTunes, Spotify, five stars, one stars, you know, the drill do do what you want. Just be honest. Appreciate you all. Hope you guys have a great week.